Okay, so this is a little bit of an experimental episode here. I'm going to call it Wisdom Nuggets and Little Truth Grenades. Just observations here and there. So, we're going to get started here. I don't believe I have a soul, and I see the concept of soul just like words used to describe it. Like immortal, undivided, and eternal. I see them as attempts to sound deep and poetic. That being said, a sense of oneness is not always a bad thing, though it has potential for abuse. There are times where a sense of one is more valuable than any other portion of a person, but do not eagerly seek to know what others know when it is proven to be totally useless. Moving on, don't strive to find your own eye is lying. For it is the simplest, bordering on virtuous thing you have to tell you that which surrounds you. And by I, I don't mean a literal I, but that which gives you sight. <laughs> At the same time, you're not always smart to believe whatever it is that you first see. Take a second look. Take a 20-second look. I think sometimes you have to peer beneath what is at first obvious. While at times, understanding that appearances are not always deceiving either. So it's a very tough thing to narrow down on what is truth and what is not. But, you know... It's, uh, it's one of those things where you have to know it when you see it. It is not all nobleness that you seek. Stop kidding yourselves. So that's a little bit of a general observation, too. To the extent possible, speak not of what all others know, but only what you and other specific people appear to know. It's a hard rule to follow, but generally worth it. When you take a walk in the forest and find nothing, remember that you have at least found yourself. And if what surrounds you really appears to be nothing, remember that appearances can be deceiving. Plus, if what you feel is true, then you, in those bland moments in a forest of nothing, are at best the epicenter of nothingness. Your boredom is you and modernity, not the forest. You may be craving the convenience and comforts of home, but the universe in general, including the forest around you, is actually an exciting thing, and you would actually find that out in a moment of panic if you are stranded in the middle of the woods and you do not have the means of survival. Life would eventually become a little more exciting and interesting for you. So remember, it's not the woods that are boring. So maybe stop thinking nothingness surrounds you and that you are the primary source of somethingness because when that nothing world overpowers you in some way, you'll find that nothingness to be more powerful than whatever something you had anyway. So, yeah, you needn't walk to a photogenic mountain or tranquil spring to know that pure air is preferable, though it probably wouldn't hurt. 
Search with the care of a disciple if you want for yourself the equivalent knowledge of an old man. But at the same time, do not be a mindless disciple. You know, keep your mind open. But as the saying goes, don't keep it so wide open that your brain falls out. Okay, so life is not an easy job and being deceived is very painful. But the pain of being deceived is a sign that you still care about right or wrong, fact or fiction, smart or stupid. You are not the supreme one, and neither am I. In fact, why would, why would we need to even imagine a supreme one? You know, it's, it's not really necessary. There is most certainly no supreme being. Even when you have that sense of oneness, that is you and your mind state, emerging from brain chemistry in relation to a physical universe. The perceived need to separate a so-called spiritual realm from the physical one strikes me as a fool's errand. It seems inspired by a rejection of what is known, and that which likely can be known, in favor of vagaries and myths promoted by culturally dominant, typically oppressive forces, and various charlatans and assorted loons. You know, these people, they may act like you're um, really in some significant spiritual place, but remember, that is actually a feeling, and feelings can be fleeting, and they can be deceitful. So... You know, always keep that in mind. Typically, the light, which spreads its pure radiance far and wide, actually feels more like a relief than a burden. That's one of the quickest ways to know you may be onto something. That being said, people often find proverbial light in darkness anyway, so sometimes your initial sense of relief becomes a burden, if not for yourself, then for others. A sense of relief and knowing the truth can even lead to destruction, including your own. That's why when it comes down to it, if you think you are correct about everything, you are probably wrong. In fact, you may be wrong in some of the wrongest ways imaginable. At least a small kernel of doubt is necessary to keep you checked and balanced, at least in most things. If you could shed away elements of yourself in a way, or in the way that a snake sheds its skin, others will find it either gross or cool, similar to how they feel about a snake shedding its skin. Some see a snake as a beautiful creature, others see a devil-like creature that haunts their thoughts and makes them shudder and fear. Still, snakes persist, typically, because that is their nature. So, persist like a snake, but try to be beautiful sometimes, and try to live a life that won't keep others shuddering in fear. That way, what you leave behind will have others seeing you as being precious as a pet, not fearful as a hissing viper. Well, okay, I gotta admit, hissing vipers are actually pretty badass, so this is really not the best analogy. I guess this means that analogies tend to have limits, and I'm really only playing with words here. And it's another important thing to keep in mind as much as possible. 
There is a reason William S. Burroughs used to compare language to a deadly virus from outer space. Yes, I think language is something that we play around with. We can take it seriously. You know, it's something that we're constantly training ourselves on. And a lot of the time, we are going to fail and fail again and not really learn our lessons. And that is indeed, you know, one of those things that can drive a person crazy and up the wall. So there are times when it pays to really deconstruct language, not let it fully take hold over ourselves, and remember that when it comes down to it, we're all sort of improvising, even when we think we've fully worked everything out. So, all right, that's the end of this episode of what I've decided to call Wisdom Nuggets and Little Truth Grenades. I really don't know if it's the best concept. Again, it's a little bit of an experimental thing. But, you know, if you do enjoy this approach to my podcast and you would like to have more of these kind of weird um, truth nuggets, then go ahead and let me know on social media if you are so inclined. All you have to do is look my name up. And um, I, I suspect that some of you would actually prefer this over my other topics you know, like the movie reviews, the music stuff, and of course the political stuff, which some people definitely would not like. Um, so if you want to see more of this stuff and you really uh, actually uh, felt some value from it, go ahead and let me know. All right, bye-bye. <laughs>